Welcome to the I'm in my 20s podcast, the podcast that empowers you to make the best of your 20s through candid, insightful, and inspiring conversations. My name is Meg, and let's get started. Like how grateful I was for him, you know, being like sacrificing all of this for me and uh, ended up just bawling my eyes out that night. And he just, you know, gave me his blessing and, uh, and you know, told me that, you know, whatever I did, as long as I put all my work into it, then I was going to be successful. So what you just heard was a snippet from Jay's story on how he broke to his hardworking immigrant dad that he dropped out of UBC. So welcome back to the podcast, guys. What better way to celebrate half a hundred episodes than to be releasing one of the most real, raw, candid, fun, crazy white claw fueled energy episodes that I have ever recorded for this podcast. So this episode is with two of my best guy friends, Jay and Joseph, and both of them actually dropped out of college to pursue their own thing. This convo is filled with real talk and some really pivotal stories on how our immigrant backgrounds equipped us with mindsets for gratitude for success how we approach money happiness finding inner peace how we juggle self-image ego identity how we overcame social anxiety built confidence and so many other thought-provoking ideas and perspectives that will most definitely help you consider aspects of your life not just career but also your relationships how you learn and how you approach your day-to-day and long-term goals so this is an amazing one guys be sure to listen to the whole thing. Don't say lightly that this is one of my favorite episodes ever. Oh yeah, before we start, a couple of disclaimers. One, trigger warning, we do mention suicide in this episode. And two, if you get offended easily by really, really honest, tough love and a lot of swearing, it's time to close this episode. So that's all. Let's get started. I'll fucking say that again. Executive Diamond, <laughs> Meg Quang. <laughs> Are you recording? I'm recording on it. I'm dead. This episode is sponsored by... Amway. <laughs> We're doing oh, some pyramid man. scheme shit, guys, so watch out. <laughs> is this going to be on the podcast? Maybe. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> That's a candid episode. All right, so let's get started, y'all. Welcome back to the podcast, guys. Today, I'm I'm hanging out with my friends. It is 10.36 a.m., and I think we're each two white claws down. How do you feel? Uh, Great. Yeah, I think we scheduled this a little too early. I think so, too. How do you feel? I feel freaking amazing right now, you know. <laughs> <laughs> You know what it is. <laughs> you know how it is. All right. So before we get started, we'll have an introduction to both of our guests. So I'm sitting here with my friends Jay and Joe, and we all know each other from from a different path of life. So why don't we actually start with like um, a little icebreaker, just to get kind of get to know you guys a little bit more. So okay. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a little tipsy, but what's <laughs> one word you would use to describe your early twenties? Depression. <laughs> Suicide. Okay, I trigger warning for that one. <laughs> how, how old are y'all? 23, right? 23, yeah. 23? 23 as well. 23. well. What happened the last three years? Like, why do you, why do you say that? <laughs> yeah, I think this is a common thing that a lot of people that have just finished high school can relate with, right? I mean, um, for, yeah, many reasons, people going through high school these days are like getting more and more depressed than ever before. And certainly we're, we were in the same boat as well. And then coming out of high school, just not knowing what to do, um, kind of following the path that my parents wanted me to follow. So just feeling totally directionless and, mm-hmm. and whatnot. So I think that contributed a lot to that. But 100%, man. This is real talk right now. Um, definitely. It's when And social media doesn't help because, like, you know, you compare yourself to other people. And when you don't know what you're doing and you compare yourself to other people, you're like, oh, man, that guy... 
you know, he's getting all the girls, he's getting all the bitches, like, he's a good-looking guy, or, or like, or, or like, you know, that guy's making so much money, but you don't really know that, right? You don't know what the struggle he's going through, right? And then you start comparing yourself, and you want to become that person, and when you become that person, you're like, man, this feels all empty, this doesn't feel like, you know, me anymore, because it wasn't ever you, right? So a lot of people like struggle with that. And I personally myself, that's why when I said like, you know, facing like, like we talked about Jade here talking about depression. I, was, I said suicide, how'd you feel? <laughs> you know, I swear like, this is this is hot topic. No yeah, one talks about, it's not, it's not funny, but like not, not much people talk about this, exactly. talk about these things. Cause like, they're like, yo, no one, no one knows what I'm going through. No one can relate to me. And like, you know, I don't know if you guys heard and saw like, there's a documentary uh, called social dilemma yeah. and a lot of like teenage girls uh, i think the suicide rate went up to about like 70 percent and it's, yeah. it's insane it's high it's high as heck right but that's why like you know we're focusing a lot on mental health these days and uh in my personal my 20s i faced it myself going through the struggle i know a lot of people did it's not uns no it's not spoken about but you know i had to do a lot of self-reflection and say hey this is i have this is where i want to be this is who i need to be for myself and turn things around. So, yeah, just uh, I'm, you know, Jay and I are both 23 now. We're just rebuilding our lives, and uh, love that. Yeah, you know, like we're trying to make it work. Anything add, Jay? Yeah, we go into the heavy stuff, guys. We're not playing around this episode. Yeah, we're getting we're right into, into it. Heavy topics. Holy shit! I wasn't ready for a tech TED talk right there, Joe. But <laughs> <laughs> if you guys listening in, thank you so much. This is gonna be a really interesting um, podcast you're gonna be listening to. It's like. NSFW, like, we're gonna, like, like, there's no filters, guys. We're gonna be talking about real talk today. Real talk? Real talk. Completely unplanned? Unplanned. Let's go. <laughs> okay, but before we start, we gotta tell the, tell the funny story about how we all, how we all kind of know each other. Oh, I mean, we can start with Jay's because we go way back, right? Yeah, I, I, I've known Max since ever since I got off the boat and uh, came into Canada. Yeah, literally, that was back in grade four. So we've known each other for probably, what was that, like 15 years at this point? 15 years. 15 years. I think so. Yeah, I think so, though. literally. Yeah. yeah, I got here when I was like eight years old and I met you the next year. So yeah. crazy how long it's been. But uh, yeah, Meg and Joseph didn't know each other for, for quite as long. <laughs> I've known Joseph for a year yet, but it feels like I've known you for my whole life. <laughs> oh, yo, thank you. So how did you guys meet? Yeah, how did we meet? Uh, funny story, guys. So, um, funny thing. So one day, um, Jay asked me, hey, you know, do you want to go golfing? And I was like, yeah, sure. Like, I got a lot of things to do, but I'm down and always golf. Like, it's, it's a time for me to de-stress. I'm 100% He was 40 down. minutes late, by the way. That's a, that's, <laughs> that's a different story. That's a different podcast. <laughs> Anyways, so Jay's like, hey, do you want to come? I got some couple friends um, coming down. Um, you never met him before. I'm like, you know, cool. You know, I always wanted to meet someone new. Um, I'm always about that. And that same week, I I was on Tinder. <laughs> and um, it's, it's funny because, like, I matched with this girl, and her name is Meg. Right? And, and this is the same Meg we're talking about. And we're talking. And we're like, oh, you let's go grab a cup of coffee, right? Because the, the conversation is getting really interesting. And so... Um, we're like, yeah, right. let's 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 meet up sometime. And then I go golfing, and I see Meg. Wait, question. <laughs> I meet Meg. Question, question. You didn't tell Joseph that I was like, going. No, I did. 
Well, no, I didn't tell Joseph. I was just like, there was a couple of friends. Because you, you told me Joseph was going. And yeah. I was like, oh shit, I matched with him on Tinder. Yeah, I was just trying to pull people to go to this golfing event. And then like I told Meg, like, hey, I'm going with a couple of friends. And then she's like, who's going? I was like, don't worry about it. <laughs> and then she's like, no, who's going though? I might know them. I'm like, no, you won't know him. His name is Joseph, Joseph Liu. Joseph Liu. And she's like, wait a minute. I think <laughs> yeah, I might know him. <laughs> I was like, where would you know him from? Tinder. <laughs> I'm dead. I'm, I'm dead. I'm dead. And then we just became really good friends. And it's been, it's been how long? Like fucking eight months already? Solid eight months. Time flies, guys. Time flies when you're having a good time. <laughs> Definitely. But it's so funny. Tinder. Yeah. 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 Your, your Tinder stories, Joe. I don't know how much you want to get into that on this podcast, but... Uh, but uh, I guess it's going to be a little Tinder t- uh, talk today, guys. Yeah, um, go. Tinder, n- not a good app. I'll tell you that, hands down. If you don't see me. <laughs> but we're still on there. <laughs> hey, hey, you're not on there, bro. You got a girlfriend, bro. You, you stay off that thing, bro. <laughs> but... um. T- <laughs> Tinder. Oh here's God. here's the I guess down a rabbit hole, but we'll, we'll talk a little about, about Tinder experiences. Okay. Um, yeah, so I ended up meeting Meg uh, off Tinder, but she actually became one of my bestest friends. Um, I was on Tinder for a short bit, um, looking for friends. <laughs> a short <laughs> bit looking for friends. Solo friends. Solo friends. I made solid friends. I'll tell you that. But it's just so funny because I'm just like, you know, like Vancouver's just so small. Like. Ever since I was on Tinder, <laughs> everywhere I went, bro, guys, people are like, yo, I, I know you from somewhere. Yo. I'm like, where do you know me from? They're like, Tinder. I bet someone on the listening right now knows you from Tinder. Someone probably listening right now probably knows me off Tinder hands right now. Like, <laughs> like that's facts. But I'm just here to make friends, yo. <laughs> that's some technical issues there, but we back. Okay, I don't know about you guys, but I'm actually tipsy right now. <laughs> technical difficulties, you but like you had back. a few beers, Jay. Uh, yeah, these, these White Claws hit pretty hard, but hey. Oh my hey. gosh. Okay. Um, All right, guys. Um, so we were talking about Tinder. I had a funny story to tell, and then it cut off, but this one time, <laughs> Joe wasn't replying to me on Messenger or text, and then he fucking matches me on Hinge instead. He's like, yo! And I'm like, why aren't you replying to my text, man? <laughs> what? Yo, I don't know what you're talking about, man. Man's out here just busy working on himself, you know, like... <laughs> working on himself not replying to his friends but going on dating apps <laughs> how does that even work like did you swipe right on hinge or or like yeah. it, it doesn't work that like that right yeah it, it doesn't work like that so i can't say it was an accident <laughs> it was an actual like <laughs> i had to like it okay okay fine 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 okay we're done with the dating apps talk so i think we're we're gonna get into the meat of this conversation because jay and joe both have very unconventional early 20 something experiences so you guys know the conventional experience after you graduate high school you kind of go to post-secondary right and then you choose a degree and then you kind of do some internships and you go into a full-time job but um both these guys had very different experiences so i'll let you guys speak on that jay do you want to start yeah so where did we start from just after high school yeah i guess so after high school, um, during that summer break, I was honestly pretty lost. Uh, my dad wanted me to go into post-secondary for something, you know, just like the Asian dogma that uh, a lot of your viewers would probably know about or listeners. Um, but uh, I just kind of didn't really feel that good about it. I mean, I played a lot of sports all throughout high school. You know, wasn't really too, too particularly good at any of them, but I really liked, uh, you know, going to the gym and keeping fit and working out. So I thought, you know, just based purely off of that hey kinesiology will be a good path to go down towards right because i like sports 
Yeah. Yeah. And then um, during that summer, I was just uh, not looking forward to that whole thing. Uh, and uh, my dad and I were pretty much living in like a like a one bedroom basement suite at the time. Like times mm-hmm. were a little bit uh, on the rougher side at that period of my that's life. That's the same apartment I was in, right? No, that's a different one. Oh, it's a different one? I moved out, out of that one. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Because gotcha. y'all are, are like blacklisted in Vancouver. Yeah, that, I know. For <laughs> <laughs> that leaking problem. Anyways. That's another story right there. Yeah. When was this, bro? Moving out. Like you and your dad living in one basement suite. That was in 2016, like after I graduated from high school. So we sold that leaky apartment because like we literally paid more in repair fees than <laughs> what the apartment was worth. Yeah, it's BS. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty bad. Yeah, I actually didn't know about that. Mm. About that. Yeah. It's crazy to really think about it. It's like you don't know what people are going through in their stories, right? Yeah, that's right. I mean, I had a motorcycle at that time. Like, oh man, like when you, when you get a young guy that's like full of ego and like low self image, and you put him on a motorcycle, <laughs> <laughs> it's just not a good combo. Your ego just explodes. Okay. Like, um, yeah, but I was just like having as much fun as I can during that uh, summer break, um, and yeah, living in that one bedroom basement suite. Honestly, I was not too happy with where we were at at that point in our lives. I really wanted something to change, but I didn't really know how to go about it. You know, like university was the only thing that I really knew about um, until one of my friends basically kind of got me, uh, connected me onto a new path, uh, which is Harry. So I'm, I'm a sure new we'll. Path. <laughs> I'm sure we'll talk about that. Um, that's kind of where uh, Joseph and I's uh, paths cross at that point. Yeah, pretty much. Kind of like same same story, but definitely unconventional for sure. Uh, my mom and dad were, you know, they're immigrants that came here from Vietnam, um, came from the struggle. Literally, they were refugees, like literally escaping Vietnam. Like, oh, it's a crazy story. And that's why the reason why I work so hard today and why I strive to grind every single day and no one understands is because of the shit that my parents had to fucking go through. Like, my mom was telling me how, like, uh, back in the day, it was crazy escaping. She had to escape about seven to eight fucking times, getting caught, getting brought oh, back and shit like that. But one, the last time she fucking did it and wanted to do it, she made it, right? Mm. But the way she had to go through all that shit was insane. She was telling me, like, she had to, like, walk for days, mm-hmm. barefoot, like, shit. literally going anywhere, like, like volunteering just to, like, make some money and get some food on the table for herself just to fucking survive, right? Mm. And she was in her literally 20s, and she was taking care of, like, literally my, my, my aunts and whatnot, and they were, like, literally 13 and 14 years of age, and so she was, like, fucking, like, already struggling, like, crazy, right? They're escaping Vietnam, like, we're gonna go down a little path here about my story, but literally, like, my mom literally had to go through so much. Literally, she had to escape on boat, they were saying, like, it was crazy. Like, she, it was so fucking graphic today. Like, oh the way she explained it to me, the conversation that we had, I can feel the emotion right behind it. Because my mom was like, she said, on the boat, there's only so much people who can make it on the boat. Like, it's a small one, right? Only, like, max 10 people. They packed it 15, 20 people, right? Yeah. yeah. That shit was, like, fucking sinking. People, like, literally drowned and died in front of her. And she, she's like, I can't fucking help you because the waves are so strong, right? Wow. She told me a story where... Uh, one of the persons on a lifeboat, I mean, sorry, the boat, uh, was a lifeguard. She was a strong swimmer, but she couldn't save two people. They they pulled her down, and she, they all, all three of them died. No. <clears throat> it's insane. And, like, my mom had to go through all that shit. She literally went from Vietnam to the Philippines and literally, like, like lived there for so long. And, and then, like, my dad, too, like, um, they obviously didn't know each other at the same time, but they, they met in, um, they met out, I think it was Toronto. Um, and so... The crazy thing is my dad like when he had to escape vietnam he was telling me he he faced pirates bro like no one pirates. no one fucking Legit knows his story pirates. literally what? you guys are here for fucking like exclusive right now yeah. and the fucking <laughs> podcast listeners about my story and i, I and i kind of i'll tie it back to why i work so hard right and 
and it's crazy because my dad, he he was he one time he was just he, he was just a nice guy like living in the village, mm-hmm. right? It's a crazy story, and that's why I'm like, yo, things like happen for a reason, and and things are just so fine line to the point, like it's crazy in life, and that's how I see it every say every single day in my life right now too. But my dad literally like um, faced pirates, he got stopped, mm-hmm. they're getting robbed, right? And he was held at gunpoint, literally gun to the fucking head, and the guy with the gun, he's, he recognized my dad. He's like, yo, we're the guy who's been volunteering and you've been always giving us like grains, rice. So we're going to let you go. Wow. And I'm like, holy fuck. Like, imagine my dad was lazy and didn't want to volunteer his life. And he was just like everybody else. He would have been dead. Shit. Therefore, I wouldn't have been here today. Yeah. Isn't that fucking crazy? That's crazy. But even the fucking think about even fucking deeper and whoever's listening to this high, you're going to be like, holy fuck. <laughs> but like, I'm already like, holy so fuck. So really think about it. Like, yes, that's fine line of my dad almost dying therefore i would have been here yeah but the fine what's like think about life as a whole perspective i'm like you know if your mom and dad never met we would not have been here mm-hmm. to even think about like the amount of like sperm cells that fucking swim and have the fucking battle <laughs> you won the race bro i fucking won the race you <laughs> listening right now you won the fucking race be fucking grateful and this i'm tied this back and the reason why i'm so grateful because you know we we, we face a lot of like depression suicide growing up right and the reason why we feel that way is because we're not fucking grateful yeah like you gotta be fucking grateful yeah like thank Amen. life every single fucking day like what i've learned from one of my mentors joy is like every fucking day just write down three things that you're gonna be grateful for today and reflect back on it it's not fucking hard. Just three things. Like, you know, I'm grateful to have this podcast today. I'm grateful to have good friends today, right? I'm grateful to be fucking alive. Yeah. Because my dad could have been dead and I wouldn't yeah. have been here. But, and anyways, they made it fast forward. They made it here and they immigrated here. They, they got married and whatnot. You know, they had, you know, a good fucking time and now I'm fucking born. <laughs> but it's just like, like, how do you sleep at night knowing that your parents went through so much for you to have a better life? Exactly. For them to have a better life. And that's why when I look at people, I'm like, yo, like, like your, your mom, your dad is working 12, 14 fucking hours. They're working two to three jobs. And you're out there. Your fucking ass is partying and not being responsible. Yeah. Right? Take some responsibilities in your fucking life. So that really hit me really hard. And that's why I'm, I'm so motivated to do things that I, I, I needed to do. So I did a lot in my 20s right now, early 20s. And I guess we could talk a little bit more about that or whatever you want to talk about, Meg. Yeah, sounds good. Thanks for sharing. Honestly, I think all three of us come from kind of immigrant backgrounds. And that shapes us because I didn't come here as early as Jay. I, I came here earlier than Jay, actually. So I came here when I was two years old. But I also work really hard and I start all these projects and I try to, you know, be my best self for every reason yeah mostly to because i see how much shit my parents went through right because yeah. we came here when i was two and we're still like living in the same like leaky ass apartment and we started off living in a basement to begin with oh, and yeah i i lived in like a rented basement for the first two places i lived in in east vancouver and my mom worked as like a dishwasher and then she worked as like a cashier and then my mom and dad they both worked crazy night shifts and they just freaking killed their health because they had my brother so there was like two kids to take care of and they couldn't even be home to like spend time with us so i had to like basically take care of my brother when i was a kid and it's just when you get older your parents kind of like tell you what they went through and i was like wow i didn't know all this and when they told me all that i was like yeah i'm i'm not taking this for granted because they came over here to give us these opportunities to you know learn to have education to have the space to like grow and stuff right so yeah it's crazy i think that kind of experience really shapes you versus you know 
being born into a family where you know everyone everything's handed to you on a silver platter that's a big blessing but unfortunately we didn't have that so yeah it's crazy growing up like that anything to add yeah well first of all pay respects to the the swimmers who didn't make it um (laughs) that's facts bro that's fucking facts actually though people were forgotten let's actually take a fucking moment to actually like pray from moment of silence okay anyway (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i think i honestly think being an immigrant is an advantage um, I think coming from a different country is an advantage, especially a country that doesn't have the same kind of uh, free enterprise, kind of do, you know, do whatever you want, as long as it's within legal boundaries uh, kind of system um, that uh, well, basically embodies Canada and the U.S., right? Um, you know, we had to, you know, we had different experiences. Uh, you know, we all have parents that worked super hard for us to get here. So we have a different yeah. thing that drives us. For myself, too, it was pretty much like a pretty similar story to Meg. Um, I was brought up basically just uh by a single parent my dad wow yeah so he was the mom the dad the janitor the cook the the breadwinner the everything so uh he had no reason to come to canada you know uh even these days like um when we're home he's still like listening to like chinese radio and uh watching chinese news and and um and uh watching chinese drama it's almost like he still lives there because that's Mm. still where his heart is um but he came here just basically only for me, right? Um, back then, life in China wasn't, uh, wasn't as good as uh, it is now. And so there's obviously a lot of competition in China as well. Um, some of uh, you listening will probably know that they have like this one exam in China that basically determines the fate of your life. Yeah, it's called yeah. the Gaokao, right? Yeah, I mean, it basically means like high, um, high exam is what it translates to. But like you basically... Um, work your entire like elementary and like uh, secondary career just for that one test and that like that exam basically determines like which university you end up going to and like um, you know how prestigious of a, of a degree you can get and then like how much money you make from there and like what your life looks like yeah. after that so it's pretty intense um, so he came uh, he brought me here, and uh, he was like the manager of a battery plant, um, battery factory back then. So he, you know, they were comfortable, making good money. But came here, you know, his first job was literally just, um, you know, working as a, like a staff at the warehouse. Right. Right. And it's just because they don't know how to speak English, right? So Exactly, yeah. I mean, I've been bugging him for like 13 years to learn some English <laughs> so he can get a better, like a more comfortable job. But I think at this point, um, yeah, it's just hard for him to learn another language. But yeah, like he literally went from like the manager of a battery plant to just stocking shelves. Mm-hmm. And like uh, afterwards, he did some odd jobs washing dishes. Now he's like, uh, um, like now he like drives forklifts uh, in like wow. um, Chinese supermarket as well. But yeah, no, I mean, like, life would have been pretty cushy for him, right? But he chose to come here just so that I can have a better life. Exactly. And, um, you know, that's that's uh, that's a huge motivator for me today, right? He still lives with me to this day. Uh, he kind of like, goes back and forth between China and here. But, like, my motivation is literally just in front of me every single day because I yeah. live with him right now. So, crazy, yeah, really? yeah. So, parents, man, parents. Yeah, definitely got to be grateful for your parents. Um, if, you know, they're not alive, you know. sorry to hear but you know like be grateful for what you have and you know if your parents are alive be also grateful because you never know when their last day is 
Um, so definitely, like, um, the reason why I shared my story about my parents coming here was, uh, number one, they came here to uh, give me a better life, give me a better life with my siblings as well. I got two siblings. But the best thing they knew here was um, go to school, get a good education, get a good job, and you'll be successful. Because back then, yes, it, it was good because a, a degree separated you uh, from the masses, right? And you got, like, a lot of jobs from it. Uh, nowadays, like, their degrees are really saturated. It's pretty funny. And when you apply for a job, like, most jobs don't even ask for a degree anymore. They totally. ask you, they ask you, yeah, where's your 10 years experience? Yeah. And you're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I just got out of post-secondary. <laughs> <laughs> I just got, um, so, like, was I supposed to work at 13? <laughs> right? It's child labor, bro. It's freaking child labor, man. <laughs> but, um, I guess to uh, dovetail back to the, uh, where we started was the, how Jay and I met was, you know, that was Jay's story, how how he grew up. Uh, this is my story of how I grew up. And we actually met because of a guy named Harry. And um, for my story, um, I was working one day at Rogers Arena and I met this high school friend of mine and she was talking about e-commerce businesses, right? I'm like, what, what, what's e-commerce? What's buying and selling? Like, what's that all about? And she's like, oh, you know, you just post things online and you know, people just look at it and they can buy it if they, there's value behind it. I'm like, is that easy? Like, and she's like, well, there's millions of people out there looking to buy things. Like, you just post something that's valuable to somebody, right? And I'm like, huh, okay, like, sure, let me learn more about that, right? Uh, fast forward, uh, I, I met um, Harry. I, uh, I knew Harry because he went to the same school as me, but we, know, we weren't really close friends at the time. We went off the uh, wrong foot a little bit and whatnot, and um, we never really talked. And then this one friend connected both of us together. And Harry introduced me to a guy named Andrew. Um, this guy has been one of the greatest guys in my life in the past four or five years because he shaped me to become the person that I am today. He literally, like, I was a hopeless kid, shy. I couldn't talk to anybody. Like, like anyone who's listening to this who knew me about five years ago or six years ago didn't see me until today. And wow. if you saw me today, you would not recognize me. Every time I bump into an old high school friend, they're like, yo, Joe, you're, why are you so different? I'm like, what do you mean? I'm, I'm still Joe. <laughs> they're like, no, 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 not that. You're different like I see confidence behind you I'm like thank you really appreciate that because like growing up I didn't have that person showing me confidence right yeah my dad was never around like he's been working 14 16 hour days man like my mom was a stay-at-home mom but she only spoke Vietnamese like how is she gonna teach me confidence exactly. <laughs> right <laughs> um, and so I was just like where do I learn that from and I had the father figure in my life walk into me um, and by name Andrew Tabo and he, he was guiding my life man he helped me pour belief into me into a kid that literally, I had no fucking benefit for him. Like, literally, I'm the 18 fucking year old, 17 year old kid. Like, what value am I going to bring to him? Right. Right. I'm not paying him, but he's willing to invest his time, his resources to helping me. And he built a business, right? He was building the Amway business, working with uh, Worldwide Group at the time, and still is. Uh, but about like four, five, uh, about like, I was with a part of them for about four or five years. Really built me a great system. Anyone who went through that system has something good to say. Um, like for myself, I have a lot of good things to say. Like it shaped me to become the person I am, the way I make decisions. Cause literally the first book they ever showed me from worldwide was Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Mm -hmm. And anyone who's probably read Rich Dad, Poor Dad was like, man, that's a fucking great ass book. Like that's a book I'd recommend anyone. Cause like your poor dad for me was, the poor dad in the book is my dad. Yeah. Right, he loves me, he cares for me, he wants the best for me, but he can't fucking help me. And then there's the rich dad who has the fucking life that you want, right? He can help you. Yeah. And basically, the principle there is basically in life, look for people that can help you, that you know you look up to, inspired, inspired by, right? And so, for myself, like, yeah, I went through the journey of um, Amway worldwide, really built myself, built my own business there. Um, and then that's when I met Jay, man. 
<laughs> yeah, I think I relate with with uh, Joseph a lot in this regard because we both came from like such like low self image. Um, I, I can personally attest to Joseph like how shy he was or like really? how bad his people skills were oh, back. Oh, fucking bad, man! Really? I, I, I couldn't even call Pizza Hut for, to order fucking pizza. Seriously? Like literally, I got it. This is bad, but like I got in a car accident my first time I got my fucking car. Yeah. I crashed that shit into a fucking bus full of people. No oh. one knows this shit. I crashed my bus, my dad got for me, like, it was a fucking Lexus. What? I did a fucking not know bus. that. No, no one knows this fucking shit. Oh, and I was, like, so fucking scared, I had my homie call, ICBC for me. Oh, and said, shit. hey, my name is Joe. I got in an accident on camera. Your friend Broadway. said that for you. He said that for me. That's how fucking shy I was. Shoot. I couldn't keep a phone call. Keep, I couldn't even talk. Look, look people in the fucking goddamn eye. And this all changed because this guy walked in my life and said, hey, bro, I see fucking potential in you. I can work with you. I can help you and i'm like that's crazy how someone could just fucking chat like damn man <laughs> jay jay like knew me as a shy motherfucker <laughs> Yo, these, these white claws they can also exclusive content right here god damn but yeah i mean i used to have to do like breathing exercises before like ordering pizza you know or like going to subway right, <laughs> the anxiety I'm, right yeah the anxiety of just like talking to people who's like you know paid there to talk to you and help you um <laughs> 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 like, that, that's their job <laughs> yeah that's uh it's pretty yeah that's a, that's a whole new level of being shy right there but i remember like we used to uh go to like certain events and uh, we call them major functions like um uh back in amway but uh after these events you know we'll kind of get back together in like uh in like a group setting and each of us will like you know do a short like presentation or like just speech on stage about what our experiences were with the event, you know, what did we like, you know, what was something we took away, what were some golden nuggets, and then I just remember Joseph going up there, like, <laughs> and then Andrew was like, yeah, tell, tell us something a little bit about the event, what you like about it, and then Joseph would be like, the event was good, <laughs> and the speakers were really good, and just, are you serious? Yeah. It was, it was very good. <laughs> <laughs> Was this like 2016 or like what was? 2016. Oh shit. Okay. Literally right after graduation, like you thought I'd be confident by then. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Not until literally after high school, when that's literally all had changed, man. Like, oh god. I was like, dude, I hadn't, I hadn't really known him for too long then, right? Mm -hmm. So I was like, does this guy have another word than good in his vocabulary? How are you? Good. <laughs> nice to meet you. Good. Nice to meet you. What's your name? Good. <laughs> yeah, but then um, you know, fast forward a couple of years, now we all kind of went through the same like uh, similar self development journey. Like uh, I met Andrew as well, and uh, he was a really instrumental you know figure in my life as well at that point because we were all just like you know seventeen, eighteen year old punk kids who uh, punks. Yeah, we didn't know what they were doing. We just had way too much ego for, you know, kind of, kind of the amount of uh, things that we knew at that point in our lives. And then, um, yeah, he just really showed us how to, you know, be great young men and uh, how to, you know, conduct ourselves, have confidence, you know, uh, mm-hmm. put us on a, like a self-development path. Um, and that really helped us, you know, fast forward, you know, just even a year later, I just remember kind of seeing Joseph at like the similar kind of, you know, speech going up there talking from like 20, 30 people and just being like a totally different person. Wow. Um, and uh, this time he like, you know, his speech was still here and he was, his eyes were looking at the crowd. He wasn't stuttering anymore. And, uh, he had more words to say than, than using good <laughs> to describe everything. Yeah. And then um, I I, th- I think out of everyone that I worked with in that group, I probably related with Joseph the most, just because mm-hmm. like we were like pretty much head to head, 
toe to toe all the time in terms of like the metrics that we would hit and like how hard we would work. Like we put everything we had into into that uh, that business and that experience, and uh, ultimately, yeah, we both got a lot out of it. Um, that was you know the pretty like unconventional path that we both took. Like my parents, my my dad was not happy about me yeah, getting into, no. and, yeah, because you were at UBC for a bit, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Tell us about that. Did you drop out? I did, yeah. So I was like the only guy out of all of my cousins and like, all of my uncles and you know aunts and whatnot. Did um, that actually got a chance to go to post secondary because they all sucked in school as well. <laughs> But then, you know, my dad was probably thinking about using me as, like, you know, the bragging rights at, like, the family dinners and whatnot. Yeah, like, that's facts, bro. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yo, yo, guys at the dinner, dinner table, I was like, yo, look over the fireplace. You see that degree? <laughs> yeah, that's my son right there. That's my son right there. <laughs> yeah, so then, you know, I come out, I, I come back from, like, a major function the weekend after. I, like, sit him down. I was like, hey, dad, you know, I actually dropped at the UBC already. <laughs> oh, shit. That's how you broke it to it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I didn't want to, like, not do it and then tell him because he might yeah. talk me out of doing it. Exactly. But then I just did it. And then I went to him and was like, hey, man, sorry. Like, I, this just happened. Um, and uh, I told him about, like, my, um, my, uh, my plan, right, of how, you know, I'm going to be okay. You know, I have uh, this job lined up for me in real estate, uh, working in property uh, management, part-time, or sorry, full-time, and part-time, I'm going to build this business, build my mindset, uh, build myself as a person. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, that's, that's going to be a good plan, right? And um, I just remember that conversation was like, uh, like four hours long. Like the first, four hours. Like the first two hours was just like me literally trying to convince him why like college isn't the only way. That didn't really go anywhere because, you know, that was his, like, mantra, like, of being in China and, like, and, and having that experience for, like, you know, his whole life, basically. Um, it was, the you know, it was college or nothing else, basically. Yeah. Um, but then it just turned into, like, me, like, telling him about my plan and, like, how grateful I was for him, you know, being, like, sacrificing all of this for me and uh, ended up just bawling my eyes out that night. And he just, you know, gave me his blessing and uh, and, wow. you know told me that you know whatever I did as long as I put all my work into it then I was going to be successful right so that was uh kind of how I kick-started kick-started that path and then yeah it was just uh how did you how did that happen for you because you were in college too I think yeah, yeah I was in college for a bit um right after high school I really didn't know what I wanted to do right literally so literally like I, I, I'm sure a lot of people went through the same shit like um you know you sit down with your counselor for career and personal planning right no hate or whatnot, but, you know, my counselor only knew the best she knew, mm. right? And you got to look at it in uh, our parents' eyes as well. You know, our parents only know the best they know, right? They know the best thing out there is school, yeah. to go work, get a good education, get a good job, right? If they knew better, if they knew how to fucking become a millionaire, if they knew someone who's a millionaire, I'm sure they would be like, yo, learn from that fucking guy and let's change our family's future. Yeah. Um, and so you got to give people the benefit of doubt. And, um, and so back then, I was so young and like, I don't know if that's the right word, but naive, but like my counselor was like, Joe, what do you want to do for the rest of your life? I'm like, I'm 18 big right question. now. That's a fucking big question. I was going to be like, I don't know. I said, I don't know. And, and, and she was like, well, what do you like to do, Joe? Like, what do you like to do? What do you love about like the things that you do? Like, what are you passionate about? I'm cars like, and girls, <laughs> cars and girls, <laughs> literally. <laughs> okay. Um, but I mean, if Cars and Girls was a job, I'd be an import model. <laughs> but, you know, I was just like, well, what, what can make me a lot of money? Because money gives you options, right? And I was like, you know, 
honestly, like, I'm not going to drop my counselor's name, but I'm like, you know, I just want to make 100K. Yeah. She's like, you know what? A lot of people in in my time here who made 100K quickly was the ones who went to engineering. And I'm like, okay, I guess. And then just because she said that, I thought, you know, my whole life, for the rest of my life, for 40 years, I'm going to become an engineer for the rest of my life. <laughs> it was crazy how, you know, someone can speak into your life when you don't know what you're doing. And that's the thing. It's like, if you don't know what you want in life, you literally just drift anywhere. And it's also coming back to, like, values just in life, right? You don't stand for anything. You fall for everything. And so that's the thing. And so I, I didn't stand for anything. I didn't know who I was, what I wanted. Um, all I heard, all I knew was I wanted to make 100K a year because that gives you a fucking good life. Um, and so she's like engineering. So literally fast forward after graduation, I applied for literally engineering at BCIT for power engineering, got accepted. Right. I was only literally for there for two weeks. And I was no like, way. <laughs> I was there for two weeks. And I said to myself, why the hell am I here? Like, why am I here? Like, this is not even for me. And number one, because I don't want to be in school. Number two, it wasn't my decision. Right. And if I'm teaching money, like you can make money different ways. It doesn't have to be just engineering, right? So I dropped out and I was doing the Amway bit for a short bit and with Worldwide. And um, yeah, like, I don't know, like it was just fucking crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that experience was something else. I've never done anything quite like it. Um, I just knew that, you know, whatever it was going to be, I was going to put everything I had into it. And I think Joseph was like the same mindset as well. Um, so then, yeah, we'd always be like chasing each other. Like he would be like first in the competition where I would like be first. Um, and then our, our kind of teams grew at like a similar rate as well. And then we were both like just personally like growing so fast as well in like, in terms of like, you know, our confidence and the way we talked and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I don't know how much we can talk about that experience. Um, However much you want. <laughs> but I guess, yeah. you know, I guess we can talk about, like, where we're at now, right, from that experience, yeah. right? Because, you know, you and I were not doing Amway or Worldwide anymore. And only because, for me, myself, the reason why is, you know, I just knew there's other ways to make money. Yeah. Right? Um, so I dropped out of school. That was one thing. So I know Jay here just talked about him dropping out of school. Um, you know, school's not for everyone, and that's okay, right? And... Um, you know, for myself, uh, how I face that, because I know a lot of people listening probably want want to drop out of school, but it's like, how do you tell your parents, right? Right. And what if, well, how do you tell your parents when they have like an, what do you call it, like an RRSP, like, you know, with yeah. pumping money in there and like, hey, this is for schooling. And they're like, mom, dad, I'm not going to school. <laughs> how, how, how do you think that feels for them, right? They're going to be so fucking disappointed, right? Exactly. So I literally had to face that battle. Like, Jay had that approval from his dad. Um, I had to get the approval from my parents. I literally said to my dad, dad, I just want to build a business. I want to be successful, right? I love you guys, right? And I said to them, and this is what Andrew taught me. And I said this to my parents. I said, I honor you guys. I love you guys. But honestly, honoring you guys doesn't always mean listening to you guys. Yeah. Honoring you guys yeah. means giving you a fucking better life. Yeah. Yeah. And it was crazy because my dad was like, go fucking ahead. Do your fucking thing. Go fucking build a business. I was like, what? No way, right? My mom was crying. She was sad. She was pouring eyes for a fucking whole year. And I was like, it was rough. Like, I was still living with them during that time. I'm like, man, I can't do this. I had to take the leap of independence. I had to show her, hey, I'm growing. I'm going to make this fucking work. Literally, every single day, I was listening to a podcast. I was reading books. I wasn't going out fucking around anymore. Crazy story, but no one really knows this. But I never clubbed until, like, like last month right i've never clubbed in five years of my fucking life and everyone's like yo joe you look like a fucking party animal all your friends are fucking party <laughs> animals right 
I just oh. never been to the club. And I was like, what the fuck, bro? Like, why don't you never been to the club? I tell him, well, it's, clubs are kind of like a high school dance. But in reality, it's just like, you know, I just had more things that were more important to me that I needed to ha- fucking handle and deal with. Because number one, it's like, if my parents came from a third world country to come here for a better life, like, how the fuck do you sleep at night? How do you go fucking party when you know your parents are fucking working their asses off to build a better life and you're just fucking around? Exactly. Like, yeah. fucking send me back to Vietnam. Literally. <laughs> like, if I, if I found all my kids fucking around, I'm working hard, I'm sending them back to fucking Vietnam. Like, straight up. Yeah. And so, literally, yeah, I dropped out of school. That, that was it, doesn't, wasn't it for me. And then I decided to take the unconventional route of just getting work experience wherever I went. I literally dabbled in every industry I could. I was in insurance for a bit. I was working in the storage industry. <clears throat> I was doing buy and selling cars uh, with Harry. I still am. It's been like about six years now. Um, um, so got that going on. I worked at a car rental company. Uh, crazy because this is one thing I learned. You know, wherever you go in life, you always want to give your best impression. And so you never know who you meet. And so I was at this car rental company for a short bit. And so I met this guy. His name is Civic. And so Civic, 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 just like a Honda, Honda Civic. Civic? He's like a Honda Civic. Yeah. No way, man. His Chinese name is Han. So no way. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Middle name is Da. <laughs> da. <laughs> but uh, he's like Civic is my name. So I guess what? it's Honda Civic, right? He doesn't drive a Honda Civic. Guy drives a Benz, yo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so but funny. you know, he should. I only worked there for a short bit for two weeks, and 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 the guy was just like, man, there's something about you. You're just so ambitious. You're outgoing like do you want to help me with something i'm like what do you want me to help you with he's like bro i got so many suppliers i got so much things that i can source out i just need someone like you to be pushing the things out and this is literally where i got into a different path of entrepreneurship so i don't know if you guys know but um yeah this guy i met i ended up um having me get into seafood so that's where i got into seafood wholesaling but um also, we're about to launch a product on Amazon right now called Chaga Mushrooms. Shit's like... Let's go! Everyone's like, you sell mushrooms? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I can sell them. I, 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 I got the shrooms, yo. Got chaga mushrooms, yo. But, you know, we're going to head down that path. We're going to launch that yeah. uh, very soon. And so, been doing that, still buying and selling cars. Um, and then I've just been dabbling in every industry. And then I got to a point in my life where I'm just like, you know what? I don't want to work for someone else anymore. I'm just going to find a job where I can pay the bills and good nine to five that pays decent. Take that money and build businesses on the side. Because, you know, for me, like, I have nothing against people who make a lot of money at a job, right? For me, I'm going down a different path. I'm going down, like, how much fucking money can I make in a lifetime? Right. <laughs> and I've seen it so many times. Like, every, like right now, um, I'm, I'm learning about FBA, and uh, Jay's on the same path right now. What does FBA stand for um, for our listeners? Okay, FBA. So, fulfilled by Amazon, okay? And so, Amazon, everyone's like, yo, Amazon is just so saturated right now. Well, you know, if you look in any industry, is fucking saturated you go in the real estate <laughs> you know how many realtors are in vancouver it's a lot yeah it's a fucking lot i think it was like last time i checked was 17k or something like that it's a lot of realtors oh, just in the lower mainland i could be wrong right but it's last time i heard i'm like okay that you think would be saturated anything you go into is saturated right yeah. who gives a fuck like how willing are, are you to work like are you gonna make it work are you gonna work hard right and so, yeah, and after that, being around this environment now, just seeing people in their early 20s literally exiting, like, I met this year, like, five guys who exited their business for a half a million dollars USD just selling off their business. I'm like, dude, 500K, most people make that in 20 years' lifetime. Yeah. 
they make a million dollars in their lifetime after 40 years. Like these guys are literally popping out like businesses in two to three years and exiting for half a million dollars. So I'm like, there had to be other ways to make money out here. So that's currently literally where I'm at right now. I'm just learning right now. Um, but you know, Jay's on the same path. Yeah, no, that literally started uh, because Joseph was telling me about his mushrooms. <laughs> He's selling on Amazon. <laughs> yeah, this guy's done everything, man. He's like selling seafood. We had a feast the other day where like we just got everything from his page. He's like selling salmon and like oysters and everything, bro. <laughs> I don't even know how you started. Hit him seafood. up, guys. Yeah, what was it called? Sea- Gourmet <laughs> Vancouver? Gourmet Vancouver. Um, but right now, it's just not my focus right now. My focus is just... Um, Amazon. Yeah. So maybe I'll be getting some sea urchin in soon, guys. It's <laughs> literally the most popular item ever. Yeah. We literally get booked up like in a month advance. We have okay. to get like a wait list. Okay. Like it's crazy. That thing sells literally in a day. Yeah. People love that stuff. The price is pretty good too, right? It's yeah. like the best like salmon sashimi that I've ever had oh, for like salmon sashimi, man. ten bucks, like a whole a like, cut. Yeah. 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 It's awesome, but yeah, I'm excited for this new path. Um, yeah, but it, yeah, it's almost like I don't really have much to say because Joseph like basically told my experience as well. <laughs> like we were, it's like we were living the same life, man. Like, yeah. like I didn't really go to a club or like any bar. I didn't go to a bar or a club for like probably like four years straight ever since I started really? that journey. Yeah, well, all my friends were like telling me to you know ask me to go to Fortune or like yeah. <laughs> or like go drink on a Friday night. I just you know wasn't really. I just didn't really want to do that, you know? Like, one of the reasons was because I couldn't freaking afford it. <laughs> Back then, being like 18, 19 years old, yeah, paying my own rent and like, um, you yeah. You paid your own rent at 18, 19. Yeah, I moved out at that point. Um, oh, shit. Yeah, because my dad went back to China for a little bit and mm-hmm. I was like, I'll be fine, you know, I'll pay my own rent. Um, oh, shit. You know, I had, my in- I had my own income at that time. And then, um, yeah, then I had to run the business. Uh, and also, uh, you know, my job at like, you know, 17, 18, wasn't really paying much at that point. Mm-hmm. So it was a grind for that few years, you know, I didn't really have any fun. I didn't really have like the typical, you know, 20s experience or 20s life that, you know, most people would think about, you know, I, I, I just remember like at my jobs and whatnot, you know, you work with all kinds of different people from different ages, right? Mm-hmm. And then you get like 30 or 40 year olds asking you like, what are you doing this weekend? I'm just like, oh, reading some books, you know, listening to the podcast, you know, having some meetings from a business. They're like, what? <laughs> Aren't you supposed to be like going to like you know the club and yeah, like go to a country yeah. club, go golfing, go skiing? The country club? Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, that was crazy, man. I had people tell me that too. They were like, "Man, in my early twenties, man, you should be partying right now, man." That's what people say. Yeah. All the bouncers knew me in Vancouver. Yeah. <laughs> and that's their flex. Bouncers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I think um, Joseph's and I's mindset are pretty much just like work hard in our 20s sacrifice the 20s so we don't have to worry about our 30s 40s and 50s you know it's a 10-year stretch i think it surprises people a lot of people overestimate what they can accomplish in a month but underestimate what they can accomplish in a year or two years or five years you know that kind of consistent effort you know or even daily man like what you can get done every single day like the little things fucking matter like Mm -hmm. little small wins every single day like people neglect that yeah. Right, they always look at the yeah, like 10 year, 20 year plan, and like, oh, yeah, like this is what I want to do, but like, it's all about daily, too. Yeah, yearly plans, exactly, two year plan, five year plan. Yeah, but I think we just want to live like a unconventional life, you yeah. know. I have a lot of friends that um, are like venture capitalists or like they've built a couple of businesses before, or serial entrepreneurs, 
and uh, got to the point where they've earned their you know first bucket of gold you know years ago. So now they just invest in or start a project, work on whatever they want to work on. That right. like whatever opportunity they've seen in the market or like whatever they just you know like doing, they actually have the funds to back themselves up without having to you know rely on a job and and spend 40, 50 hours somewhere. And then just bring that project to life. You know, they've got the connections, they have the funds, and they have the experience to do that kind of stuff. And that's just where I want to be. You know? Totally. Waking up, um, you know, working on multiple things that uh, I actually want to work on and, uh, and making an impact in the way that I want to make the impact. You know, so any questions you have for us, by the way? Yes, I absolutely do, guys. Thanks so much for sharing all this. Like, I learned so much more about both of you through this podcast alone, even yeah. though I've known you guys for a while. But yeah. coming from someone like me who who has gone through more of a conventional path, like I went through high school, you know, good grades, and went to UBC, first choice program, yeah. solder, graduated with my degree, did a few internships, went into a job. Can't get more conventional than that, right, guys? <laughs> and just speaking for, like, most of my audience, I think most of my audience, too, like, we're going through a pretty conventional path, right? And we go through this. But I think the big key I see in a lot of people who are kind of like lost in life versus what you guys are saying is like you guys have like this intentionality with what you're doing every day you know you're working towards something bigger right but what i see unfortunately and especially earlier like younger 20s or like you know 19 20 year olds is we just kind of go through the motions right we don't ever really think about what what do i want to be in 10 years like and obviously you know as a listener you guys like maybe you don't have it all figured out and that's okay you know the stuff that i'm doing right now and the job that i'm gonna go into i didn't learn about that field until like a couple months ago so obviously it is hard to plan your life so far in advance because you you don't really know what is going to be coming up for you until like you kind of experience it and then you're like oh like maybe this is for me so there's different approaches to life like there's you know i'm going to set this goal far off in advance and i'm going to work towards that or you're just going to go with the flow but i think it's really important to kind of strike a balance with that right and also with like having a good time too like i think it's good to like work you know work your ass off in your early 20s but it's also good to you know enjoy it build good relationships with which obviously you guys did and just you know make some good memories and enjoy the time that you have because obviously like you earned this time too you know to enjoy your life in your 20s in vancouver so yeah it's just a bit of a pov but i'm curious to hear what you guys like mentality on money is actually because that's a really interesting thing that strikes me and it's a very sensitive topic i think among people nowadays which i don't think it should be that you know making money is you know people can say oh you know money doesn't buy happiness but let's be honest like if you if you would you rather be depressed in like a in like a ferrari or would you rather be depressed and not be able to afford anything that can help you out obviously it doesn't mean everything but i think that kind of going to the self-development space in the past while i've learned more about money i realized that you know money is important and it shouldn't be taboo and i shouldn't be guilty for feeling like i'm working towards making more money because i want to build a life for myself but obviously still having the self-awareness that like happiness should come intrinsically but money is something that comes on top and like helps you obtain more of your goals right Mm -hmm. so what is your you know kind of perspective on money and how how has that come to be uh i think money is a very important thing you know the primary reason if a lot of people are honest of why they're going to their jobs and whatnot as much as they might like it if that job's not paying them they would stop going to work right because they're the first reason why they're there for the money Right, and uh, the other reasons why you're there, like the benefits, uh, whether you like the job or not, those can be like secondary or tertiary reasons, right? But you're there for the money because you're literally spending the time that you can't get back into your life. Um, And so you should be deriving some value out of it, right? And it's expensive to live in Vancouver. And so I think money is very important for this, especially in the city, 
right? Um, so I think, you know, a lot of people seem to have this perception that making a lot of money is a bad thing. Well, I feel like it's, it's, it's only a bad thing if you're making money in an unethical way. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of people just living, um, you know, paycheck to paycheck doesn't really help anybody. Yeah, it doesn't help themselves, especially. It doesn't help themselves either, right? Uh, they can barely fill their own cup, so let alone filling someone else's. When you have options, I think it ultimately comes down to options. Uh, you can certainly, you know, be still be happy, and you see a lot of people in like you know other countries or or even you know people that live here, living very happy, even though they may have like limited means. Uh, but I think it's a lot harder to do that when you don't have <laughs> options. I think options is what allows people to be happy. Um, you know, not having to be tied down to the same routine every single day, not having to be limited, um, uh, not, uh, you know, just, I think, I think doing what people want to do makes people happy. I think it's freedom. It's about freedom, right? It's about and freedom. Yeah. Money buys you freedom, to be honest. Like, and we can't deny that. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think, um, you know, I mean, if you have the, if you have the means to, everybody should make as much money as they can. Yeah, right? obviously in an ethical way. In an ethical way. It, you shouldn't be ashamed of striving towards that goal of making more money. Yeah, exactly. And it shouldn't be a taboo subject, right? Um, what are your thoughts, man? Yeah, on money, um, yeah, I agree. Money gives you options and money, um, money literally can create happiness. But I also want to talk about like, you should be happy with who you are just down inside as well. Right, know who you are, um, what you stand for, what you want in life, um, and find that inner peace with yeah. yourself. Right, I, I remember I used to face like this whole um, beginning of the year, um, going through like a, a was a five year breakup. Right, it was like it was insane. Right, right. I, I, I I based my happiness off someone else, and I was never in peace by myself. Right, and I always filled it up with money. I made a lot of money, uh, and, and I'm just like I wasn't still happy. I also you have to find that fine balance of happiness within yourself. Right, um, being peace, being okay, being by yourself, right, being okay going through like the fucking superstores, mm-hmm. supermarkets by yourself, to go eat by yourself, right, go do those things for yourself mm-hmm. and not for someone else. And so, um, yeah, uh, money does give you options. Money can make you happy for sure. Like if anyone fucking had, like, don't fucking lie. It's like if you got a fucking raise from your boss next month, next week, tomorrow, mm-hmm. of a thousand, would you be happy? Obviously, <laughs> right. <laughs> Would you would you not be happy? You would be happy, right? No, 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 no. You take it back, man. I just want the company to run better. You know, I'm not money motivated. I'm you not money motivated. You know, like I'm just here for the job because I love the job so much. You know what? I, just don't pay me. You know, just don't pay me. I volunteer. Yeah. I volunteer. Now. Yeah, I, I kiss the ground every morning when I come in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, you know, I wake up every morning. I walk away from my wife to go uh, spend some uh, to spend time with uh, another man. <laughs> Okay, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, money does give you options. Money does make you happy. Um, like, what, like, I'm, like, like, if you got a raise of a grand tomorrow, would that not make you happy? Because you know that a grand now, you can take that and go on vacation. Go to Hawaii. Like, all-inclusive trip to Mexico for a fucking week. You can pay 1500 bucks. I want to be Boris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Boris, if you listen to this, man, have fun in Mexico. Um, but... That's the thing, right? Money does make you happy, 
right? Um, but just make sure it's ethical <laughs> the way you do it. I think you hit the nail on the head about that having peace within yourself because at the end of the day, we say money does make you happy, but it's only a supplement. And if you don't have inner peace and happiness intrinsically, it's not going to add anything. You know the story of how many like millionaires and billionaires there are out yeah. there who are like you know depressed and suicidal. And yeah. that's kind of why I pose the question to you guys because you guys work really hard for this future that's coming up at, like you know I don't know a few years down the line, right? You want to build a life for yourselves, but do you feel and and I guess this is like a deeper question, but do you feel that in the point you are right now with life, are you content with the process of working towards that goal? Uh, I'm content and grateful, but I would say I'm striving for more. Mm. Always, right? Okay. Yeah, I think um, definitely have to be happy and grateful with where you are, right? I think no matter where you are today, there's always somebody who's living a worse life than you somewhere out there in the world. Um, you always have something else that somebody else doesn't. You always know something that somebody else doesn't. So I think it's important to be grateful and also be humble at the same time as well, right? That same thing applies to other people as well, right? I mean, you might know something that other people don't, but there's also somebody else who knows more than you do, right? There's also somebody that has that has more than you do, that has done more than you did. So I think it's all always important to strike that balance, right? Of being humble, but totally. grateful and content at the same time. 100%. Yeah, you gotta be grateful literally every single day. Like, and yeah, someone out there might be having a, a worse day than you. Just be fucking grateful for what you have. And there's that saying, you know, grass is always greener on the other side. No, 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 I don't agree with that. The grass is greener where you water it. Oh, shit. Literally, the grass is greener where you water it. It's not the grass is greener on the other side. Right. Mm -hmm. You're standing where you are. You're at where you are right now. Your situation, your... Wherever the fuck you are in life right now, you can make decisions to change, to become better, and change yeah. the circumstances. Um, this is um, uh, one of my mentors, Armin. He, he literally said from, like, literally, uh, from, like, my FBA, he's just, like, change your perspective, and your perspective will change. Like, literally, it's just, it's, it's, <laughs> that it's, it's that simple. Literally, you look at something, right? Change your perspective, and your perspective will change on that situation. Shoot. That's good. I'm kind of speechless right now, man. Change your perspective and your perspective will change. Oh my gosh. Yeah, don't fuck me up there. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Joseph to write a book, man. Yeah, I think we do need Joseph to write a book. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, you guys have gone through a very like unconventional experience and I'm really inspired by you guys. And to be honest, Jay and Joe, and especially Jay, because I've known you for a while, okay. when I heard that you dropped out of UBC, I was really surprised because I've always yeah. known you as a really smart guy. In, in in high school. Thanks for making me blush. <laughs> you're, you're already blushing from the alcohol, by the way. So I, I didn't really make an impact, but oh, yeah, but but you know, it, I think it took me longer to kind of realize the the kind of perspective that you guys are approaching life from. Mm -hmm. And for our listeners who are on the more conventional path, it might be hard to kind of step into Jay and Joe's shoes and see why are they doing this. You know, like why did you choose to? you know, throw away this path of stability yeah. and work towards something that you're uncertain of, right? Yeah. But it takes a lot of mindset to go through that. So I'm curious about the mindset shift that you guys went through. What was one of the biggest learning pieces that you guys got from the past few years of going through this journey? And what can you share with our listeners today? Yeah, well, disclaimer at first, right? I mean, if you're like three months away from graduating, like you don't have to drop out of school. <laughs> but that's not, the, that's not the only option out there. And it's not necessarily the best option for you, right? 
Um, I think it was just for me personally uh, that you know I'm glad I you know dropped out of the path that I was on and stepped into a new path. But that may not necessarily be the case for you, right? If you don't have a plan uh, in place for what you plan to do with the time that you're going to get back once you dropped out and you don't have a plan to you know pay your bills and you know make sure that all of your all that's been met, then uh, I don't think you should. Right, uh, but at the same time, if you're going to school just for the sake of going to school and you have no idea why you're there,、mm-hmm. um, I think you should ask yourself some hard questions there as well.、Yeah. Right,、um, and you know, school is not necessarily the be all end all way, but、uh, you know, not going to school is not necessarily the only way out there as well. Right, there's lots of out there ways out there of how people,、uh, you know, make an impact in this world. So. Um, you know, don't get me wrong. Like going to school, you can make a tremendous impact there as well, right? For sure. Lots of people become very successful after having, you know,、uh, leveraging the education that they've got、uh, from school to,、um, you know, apply that into whatever they do. Right. So don't get me wrong.、Um, school is still tremendously valuable, but it may not be the case for everyone, right? And I feel,、yeah. and I feel that、um, when、uh, I was taking kinesiology at the time, I just, you know, didn't really feel like、um, I was heading down the path that. Ultimately aligned with where I was hoping to be in life, right?、Mm-hmm. I'm still educating myself every single day, and Joseph does as well, and also Meg, right? We're just we're still learning every single day, just maybe from different sources aside from just the traditional、um, tertiary education. Yeah.、Um, but what was, what was your question again? <laughs> question is like, what what was the biggest mindset mindset shift that brought you on this path? Oh, I see. Yeah. So I think it was definitely meeting Andrew had a lot to do with that.、Um, but in that three months、uh, of me transitioning from secondary to post secondary. I just talked to as many people as I could.、Um, I, you know, I just asked as many adults who were in different paths of life, you know, some some hard questions. You know, I would just ask them out to lunch, you know, or I can take them to coffee. You know, people I work with,、uh, people that、um, I, I knew from other places. I would just ask them, you know, how did you end up deciding, you know, to do what you do right now? You know,、yeah. you're an engineer, you're a you know data analyst, or you're a You're a programmer, or、um, you know, you're owning your own business. You know what got you to this point in your life right now? You know, and what does your life look like? You know, what are you excited about?、Um, you know, and even sometimes, if it's appropriate to ask, you know, how much money are you making? Right?、Mm-hmm. How much time do you have in your life?、Uh, how many options do you have? To just get an idea of you know the different paths that people go down towards, and what ultimately that path yields in terms of its fruit.、Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's very important, right? When、For、we're sixteen,、sure. seventeen years old, what the hell do we know, right?、Yeah. Everyone that we ever talk to is like people from our own age who are in the same exact same place as we are. So I think to ultimately make a good decision on which path you want to go down, you want to see what. What fruits these paths have yielded that other people have already gone down before you, and then pick the one that you ultimately like. Yeah. Right.、Uh, I think liking what you do, you know, certainly is important. But also, if you're living under a bridge, you know, liking what you do for for work, work is just a part of your life, right?、Uh, I think your life ultimately is how your life is is ultimately is what can make you happy, and、for、work、sure. is just a part of that, right? So I think it's important to consider your end goal. It's important to get a bigger picture of what, you know, different career options and and what you know life is like out there, right? For people who have gone down for different paths, and then pick the one that, you know, works best for you, rather、yeah. than just listening to you know what your parents say or even what your friends say. What society says, you know. Or what society says, right? There's always going to be a trend or a fad of you know the hot career paths down there. 
uh, at any given time, but it's important to get a bigger picture. And after kind of meeting with all these different kinds of people and hearing different perspectives, that's when I ended up deciding that um, I think kinesiology may not be the best fit for me. Mm-hmm. And then I also met some other you know people at the time who was you know uh, able to offer me some different positions and roles that can you know allow me to pay my bills better. So <laughs> you know I had a plan. So um, that's uh, why I ended up ultimately making the decision. But yeah, for yourself. Yeah, like um, for myself, like my mindset shift was um, when I I definitely met Andrew as well. One thing he said to me, you know, most people, they spend most of their lives in school and then most of their lives sleeping and then most of their lives working. First of all, I love my sleep. School wasn't for me. I I couldn't (laughs) learn. And I don't know about working for 40 years of my life. (laughs) I was already like, hmm, I don't know about that. And, you know, he, he, what really changed my perspective, my mindset was when he broke down, like, how much a person makes, you know, average income and in literally, I think uh, the last time I, I, I knew about it was like, it was like $47,000 for like a person in, in literally, I think yeah. it was Vancouver, right? $47,000, yeah. man. This thing still is. And I'm just like, okay, well, how, how much do you need to save? How long does it take for you to save up for a house? How much does the house cost here? That, that, isn't, that should be an instant like mindset shift, okay? If in your life you can make $1 million and a house here costs you $1 million. <laughs> yeah. Bruh. One point, let's say 1.4, it's like 1.4 right now. Are you telling me I'm gonna be 400K in debt already? <laughs> when I start working, like if I want a house, like it's crazy. Yeah. Um, so my mindset shift was like, okay, there's definitely different ways to make money. Um, the quickest is to literally run your own business. Or you get lucky and buy some good crypto or NFTs or something like that and just resell. But <clears throat> shouts out to Dogecoin. Shiva. Shiva. <laughs> I'm dead. But um, yeah, my mindset shift was uh, literally finding out like what your why is. I think Jade definitely touched up upon that. Is knowing why do you wake up literally every single day to do what you do every single day, right? Why do you go up and go to work? Why do you go um, do the things you do, right? What's your why? What's your purpose, right? Not a lot of people go through this lifetime not even knowing their why, their purpose, exactly. right? Um, they know what they want to do, but just like most people don't even know who they are. It's like if I ask you, hey, what do you do for a living? You already know what you do. If I say, like, hey, Meg, who are you? Who are you as a person? Now you have to really think about it. And most people don't even know. Like, it's crazy. But, you know, you have to take that time for yourself and um, figure that out. Um, Like Jay said, like, you can figure that out by looking at other people's paths, um, seeing, because, uh, like, literally, if you if you want to see where you're going to end up in the next five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, 40 years, go talk to someone in that industry who is five years in, because that's literally what your life will look like. Why? It's because the amount of money dictates literally how your lifestyle is, right? If that person five years in is making 60K, what would that lifestyle look like with 60K? You five years down, making 60K, that's what your lifestyle will look like. 10 years down, 100K, whatever, right? If you wanna know what your life's gonna look like and the choices that you can make, look and interview people who are five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, 30 years down in your industry, Yeah. right? And uh, obviously, you wanna interview and talk to people, take, take people out, it's courtesy. If you're gonna go take someone out for coffee, go pay for that, go pay for their meal. Don't fucking, <laughs> don't expect them to fucking pay for their own meal. Some people don't know this. Some people weren't raised 
to know these, okay? So it's funny. We're laughing at it. It's it's like it's common Some sense. Really know, Some okay. people really don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, you should do that. Yeah. It's the right thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. If if there's something I want to teach you guys today is do that. <laughs> Why does it sound so personal like you've done it before? Oh, no, no, no. I've, I've had personal experiences. Where you I, I don't, pay for your meal? I don't expect it. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. I want to kind of go down that route, too. You don't want to expect anything in life, literally. You, if you expect something, you're going to be disappointed. For sure. Right? But I'm just saying, like, I've heard stories of people, like, meeting up and say, hey, yo, I want to take you out for, like, dinner. Yeah. I want to get to pick your brain. And they're like, you want to, like, split... Pick your like spit the bill or like <laughs> I'll get you next time uh, I heard those stories like wait 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 you asked this person to go out spend some time with them to teach you about something <laughs> and I'll get you next time there is no next time there is no next time but I think my mindset shift is literally knowing what you want in life knowing who you are in life where you're yeah. going and knowing what you need to be looking for in life and like I said that book Rich Dad Poor Dad uh, really changed my perspective of listening to people and getting advice from certain people but uh, that's literally the biggest thing that I can probably like talk about yeah read lots of books Rich Dad Poor Dad Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell that's a good one that's a really good one yeah Um, Um, I think you know a lot of people a lot of younger people that don't necessarily have a good self image will you know see people that are ultra successful and be like wow they're just born that way I can never be like that well Bullshit. Yeah, I think you gotta again. You have to get a bigger picture. You know, how did these people accomplish what they accomplish? Right? They're just people at the end of the day. They may have different connections. They may have different experiences. But ultimately, uh, somehow they acquired the knowledge that they did to enable them to do what they did. Right? I'm not saying like everyone can be LeBron James because you know not everyone can be like six eight, you know, two forty, <laughs> and like still like jump and have their head be on the rim at like age 36 Mm. but you know in terms of um you know how people have achieved what they achieved in other ways other than you know physically being gifted i think there's a reason as to why uh why a successful person is successful and if you just study enough successful people like go read elon musk's autobiography as well right Uh, go read bill gates go read um steve jobs Jobs, right all these all these ultra successful people Mm -hmm. and then you'll find a commonality somewhere in there not gonna spoil it for you but discover that and um you know if that's ultimately where you want to be then you have a perspective of how they did it and you don't feel like it just totally out of reach for you because you can totally do the same thing as well. Yeah, 100%. You guys hit the nail on the head right there. I think the key really is to be able to sit down with yourself and really ask yourself the hard questions. Because the truth is, guys, majority of people in our young 20s, we don't ask ourselves those questions. And we really should sit still and ask yourself, what do I really want in life? How do I see myself in five years? Not necessarily what job or how much money, but really like, how do you want to feel in five years? What kind of choices do you want? What freedom do you want? What kind of specific goals do you want to achieve? Not just for yourself, maybe. For your family, for your parents, right? For all of that stuff. And ask yourself these hard questions and then ask yourself, what exactly do I need to do right now to get there? And Joe, you talked briefly about the micro habits in your everyday. And really one thing that really stuck with me when I was learning about self-development is what do you do every day is who you are in life, right? Yeah. Like how you spend your days is how you spend your life. So yeah. if you're dreaming about this life where, you know, you're you're becoming this person, but you spend your days kind of like goofing off and, you don't know, I don't know, watching Netflix or like playing video games or whatever, yeah. then you're not being consistent with who you want to be. So really align that vision of who you are with 
what you're doing every single day. And it's gonna, you're gonna face a lot of resistance in that. Implementing habits is really hard. Yeah. I know this from personal experience because I'm trying to get more fit. Yeah. You know, Joe, you know this. You're trying to hold yeah. me accountable. And yeah. it's, it's really hard. You know, it takes progress. And you're gonna go, you're gonna have some like high rides. You're gonna have a few yeah. weeks where you're, where you're doing really well. And then you're gonna have days where you like just come down and you feel like you're not doing well. Yeah. But the key is like, as long as you keep holding that vision in mind and you keep working at it, just like don't give up on it because you know that this is what you want. And you don't wanna settle for less than that right 100%. and knowing that and also just with the happiness thing like we said like money and like having a good job and you know making other people happy that's great but really intrinsically knowing yourself and embodying the values that you know will make you happy mm -hmm. helping people really you know making other people smile inspiring other people all that stuff so exactly. yeah that's what i want to get you guys to know well jay's in the washroom but joe do you have any last words to say before we wrap up the podcast um just be consistent in everything you do. Um, that's one thing. Um, if something's important to you, track it. Track. Right. Uh, one thing I'm helping out Meg right now, or just we're keeping accountable. We have an accountability group is tracking our wins and making sure they are wins literally every single day. Even if it's something small, celebrate it. Doesn't have to be a huge celebration. Celebrate it. It's like, yo, I did it. Good job. Pat in the back. Exactly. All right, next next goal, right? Move on. Don't sit there. Don't 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 be like, yeah, I won, and you sit there, <laughs> and you're gonna you're not gonna win anymore. You gotta go to the next thing, right? And so, yeah. uh, I want to add on last thing is like consistency is key. Um, literally, what I do every single day is what I recommend people to do. Um, it's literally I track literally my finances. If there's a book I recommend, it's literally uh, I will teach you to be rich. It's a good book. Mm. It'll teach you how to budget and whatnot. This is not a sponsored ad or anything, <laughs> but it's a good book and it helps you really um, money manage. And a lot of people have good things to say about that. They, they, they literally teach you how to literally optimize your credit card or what credit cards you should be using based on like a lifestyle that you uphold. That you know the things that you spend on, you can get money back for and whatnot. It's a benefit, right? It's a good yeah. book. And books are never bad, yeah. literally. Someone took literally hours of their heart and soul and tears into a book. Years. Years. You don't yeah. see it. And literally, consistency is key. Literally track your finances. Make sure you learn how to do a budget. If, if, if fitness is your goal, track your macros. Track literally everything, how you feel, your mood, like every single thing. Because literally what I believe is compound effect is real. Mm -hmm. Literally, compound, compound effect is real. Totally. That's the last thing I probably want to say and share. Yeah, totally. I think compound effect is it. Anything to add, Jay? Any last words before we wrap up? Uh, I think just always surround yourself with people who are better than you at what you do. You know, this mm -hmm. can be a tough thing, uh, especially for myself as a younger guy back then. It's like, I don't want to listen to no man. <laughs> the ego, right? Exactly, the ego, right? But submit your ego and surround yourself with people that are better than you out there, right? There's always going to be somebody who's uh, miles ahead of you in every area of your life, right? Whether that be fitness, finances, accomplishments, uh, mindset, whatever it is, if you always just you know, surround yourself and, 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 and not submit your ego and, or, uh, or learn from somebody else. You're just going to be the same person for, you know, for the rest of your life, right? Mm -hmm. Don't be that person that peaked in their 20s or oh, in happened. high school. Oh, yeah. I peaked in their 20s and still talk about it in their 30s and 40s, man. Yeah. That, you don't want to be like that. <laughs> if all of your accomplishments are like what you did 20 years ago or like 10 years ago or like you always like reminisce back to, oh, the good old days of... <laughs> 
you know, high school or college or like back in my early 20s, I think that might be uh, a sign there that... <laughs> you need to change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to be real with you guys. There's no filter, man. If your feelings are hurt, then like, you know, you know suck it up. Sorry, but like, you got to suck it up and evaluate why exactly that hits deep, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And just uh, always look to get better. Um, you're never going to be the best at something. There's always room to improve. So always learn from somebody um, and uh, just always be striving to get better. Yeah. I want to add one last thing. Yeah. Definitely uh, dovetailing off what Jay just said, but who you surround yourself is literally who you become. You are some total of your five top best friends. Totally. Literally the way you make money, how you think your mindset, where you like to eat, literally where you like to eat. If your friends like Chinese food, you, I'm sure your favorite food is Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's a fact. <laughs> So make sure you are selective of your time and who you spend your time with and the people that you are currently around. Yeah. Well, you guys spilled so much wisdom and I'm so passionate about all of this. And I'm really glad that I'm really great friends with you guys, especially this year. I think we got especially close because we reconnected on a lot of good values and stuff. So thank you guys so much for coming on my podcast and sharing these snippets. And I hope you guys take notes if y'all listening. Now, if anyone wants to reach out to you guys and chat with you guys more or learn more, where can they find you? Uh, I'm on Instagram. This is Jay, by the way. <laughs> Instagram at not Jay Wang, N O T J Wang. Okay. Joseph? Um, so it's Joseph Liu, J O S E P H L I E U U. That's double U, guys. Okay, I'll link that down in the description for you guys if you guys are interested. But thank you guys so much for tuning in, and that's all for today. Bye. 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 <laughs> Love you guys. So hopefully this conversation gave you guys more insight into uh, what it's like to drop out of university with intention, new perspectives on your self-identity, new perspectives on gratitude and not taking your opportunities for granted and so much more. I'd love to hear what your takeaways are. So if you learn anything or even want to rebuttal or debate anything, please do hit me up or reach out to Jay and Joe or myself. And we'd love to have a discussion. We're all about learning, open-mindedness, growth mindset. It's huge in our theme. So definitely endorse that. So also, guys, I just want to say I am really, really grateful for friends like them. Because honestly, and I say this a lot in so many of my episodes, because people are literally like the backbone to my life because I'm such a people person. One of the biggest intentional changes that I made in 2021 was intentionally surrounding myself by people like Jane Joe, who shares similar mindsets and ambitions as myself in the sense that they are highly driven. We are all self-development focused. We are highly self-aware, working on our emotional intelligence, always working to grow, always working to learn. And we are here to hold each other accountable and keep becoming better versions of ourselves with the mutual support of each other. And so this type of friendship has been so, so good for my self-development. Shout out to the homies out there who made this year so special. You guys know exactly who you are. And I would encourage you to evaluate your own kind of closest friend circle, you know, in terms of, hey, you know, you are the five closest people that you spend your time with, right? Or spend your energy with. And so who are those people? What values do they hold? What are they working towards in life? And do you think they're a good influence or are they not so good influence? And I think it's really, really important to curate that. Hope you guys have a lovely holiday season. I should have one more episode releasing before the end of this year, before I go on vacation in Hawaii. And then I am back in the new year. So thank you guys so much for listening. And if you want to stay in touch, make sure to give us a follow on Instagram at I'm in my 20s. I am experimenting with a new 
kind of text post format on there so expect a lot more you know um easy to consume wisdom i'm excited to share all that have a great one guys bye